Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We are really in a very interesting time in history. I mean, we are so far off the the edge of the page from where our founding fathers actually envisioned this country being. I mean, this country was founded on individual liberty and, 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 and rights. And our government seems to want to diminish those rights every single day. But it's not just our government. We'll get back to our government in just a minute. But it's the people at organizations like the World Economic Forum, the International Monetary Fund, organizations like this. They're the ones that really want complete and total control. Now, Klaus Schwab over at the World Economic Forum, he was the guy that said, you know, and it's right there on their website. You can go check it out. You will own nothing and you will be happy. So if you don't own anything, who does? Well, the answer to that is simple. They do. They own, or if they have their way, they will own everything and you will simply rent from them. (laughs) That's called control. You see, they don't want to do away with, uh, with, with, with private jets. Why? Because they use private jets. They want you, if you do fly, to fly commercial. They are not going to get rid of their vehicles, their petroleum vehicles, their internal combustion engines. They're not going to get rid of those, but yet they want you to go to an electric car. They even want you to take public transportation, which is also run off of electricity. They want to control you. The whole EV industry right now is not about the environment. I mean, if it were, then you wouldn't see these massive cobalt mines and these massive lithium mines in the Congo being uh, dug by uh, slave labor, literal slave labor in the Congo, because they're, uh, th- these, these places are run by warlords, and the warlords force the people in the community to work in the mines, children as young as eight years old. No. Have you noticed this? Have you noticed that that, that nobody is screaming about this? Why, hell no, they're not. They're not screaming about this the same way that they don't scream about the fact that they're using uh, child labor to assemble your iPhones and your, your, your MacBooks and your Mac Pros and all of that over in China. They don't care because you've got the convenience right there at your fingertips. You like, you like your stuff. You like your electronics. You like your electric vehicle. So therefore, you're just going to turn a blind eye to all of the miscarriages of justice and the violations of, of human rights that are going on around the world. That's okay to you. That's completely fine. Not, and I don't mean when I say you, I don't mean you. I mean them. It's okay to them. They don't care. I know you care. So again, It's all about control because why? You can turn off an electric vehicle. The government, in fact, they are talking about kill switches in cars right now. Oh, no, this is for public safety. We need to make sure. And that's the way they always sell it to you. This is about public safety. It's for the greater common good that we be able to turn off your car whenever we want to. So how's that going to work out? 
Well, you go to get in your car one day, you push the little start button, and nothing happens. Maybe you forgot to charge it up. Oh no, I've got a full charge. What's going on here? Then a message pops up on your screen. Sorry, Charlie, you have traveled too many miles this week. We are now throttling back your car usage. Folks, that's coming. That is coming. And it's coming quicker than you think it is. It in, in fact, it's just right around the corner. So, again, it's all for the greater common good. That's the way they always sell this bill of goods. But again, if, you, if the government can violate your rights because of an emergency, then they will create emergencies in order to violate your rights. Again, that's coming. So, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum... IMF, all of these people want complete and total control. And in order to do that, they, there has to be some sort of emergency. So right now, the big emergency that they're talking about is the environment. That's why they're always saying, oh, oh, this is an existential threat. This is a national security threat. This is the, the, the greatest threat we've faced in our lifetime when there's actually zero evidence of climate change. Look at Steve Malloy. Look uh, over at JunkScience.com. Look at, uh, at Gregory Wrightstone and his book, Inconvenient Facts. Look at all those. Read the data. It's just not happening. But they have to make sure that you think it is happening in order to usher in this new era that they want where they control everything and you are a serf. I um, did a podcast, I guess it was a couple of months ago, called the uh, Neo-Feudalism. That's what they want. They want Neo-Feudalism. They want to be the lords of the manor, and they want you to be the peasants. And they will decide what you eat. They will decide where you go. They will decide what media, yes, what media you consume, and they want complete control of everything. So what am I talking about when they're going to decide what media you consume? This is another big thing. And this is something that has popped up kind of recently um, because we've been hearing a lot, a lot about cyber attacks. So there was a report out uh, just a couple of days ago that talked about how China has launched a major, major cyber attack on our infrastructure. And here's what, here's what kind of got me, because I was sitting there going, uh, okay, where? Where did, this, where did this happen? And it was a big story. I mean, they were, just, they, they were breathless telling you about this story, about this. Where did it happen? Were there any outages? Did anything major happen? Was it? No, none of that. I, I didn't read where any dams were, uh, were, were offline, hydroelectric dams were offline. I read where no uh, electric grids were shut down. None of that. But there was a major uh, Chinese cyber attack the other day. Kind of interesting. Maybe, maybe there's a lot more going on here than we actually realize. Cyber attacks have been all in the news lately, and they're warning us about cyber attacks. Why do they want to do that? Why do they want to issue this warning? Well, 
Author Whitney Webb posted this on Rumble. Listen to what she has to say. The Umbridge program, among other things, that U.S. intelligence and other intelligence agencies that are affiliated with this WEF partnership against cybercrime have the ability uh, to place the fingerprints of any nation state actor they wish, including Russia, China, Iran, and really North Korea, any other group uh, as well, uh, not just nation states, put their fingerprints in a hack they actually commit themselves. And this is very significant because this offers, you know, these intelligence agencies unprecedented ability to have uh, to conduct false flag operations in the cyber realm. And uh, this group specifically has a lot of solutions aside from, you know, things with the banking system that they cannot really justify implementing unless there is some sort of large cyber attack. So what is the WEF partnership against cybercrime want? They're very open that they want a regulated internet and they're essentially seeking a policy that was uh, efforts were made to implement during the Obama administration in the U.S. They called it a driver's for the internet. Um, so essentially what this um, public-private partnership at the WEF is pushing for is for every person's access to the internet to be tied to a digital ID uh, or a government-issued ID, but presumably a digital ID just because of where government-issued ID programs are all uh, going essentially around the world. And the goal of that, of course, if you're Ideas linked to your internet access. Uh, intelligence agencies know exactly what media you are consuming uh, in terms of, you know, what you read and also what you post online. And that has been the goal for a very, very long time. Ah, now you see, now you see, our intelligence community has the ability to conduct a cyber attack against our, our own country and make it look like somebody else did it. Oh, they could blame it on China. They could blame it on Russia. They could blame it on North Korea. They could blame it on your mom. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. And she says that this is coming. And think about that. When you think about that, because there are policies that they want to implement in banking, in everything that affects your life, that they just can't do unless there's a reason, unless it's for the greater good, unless it's for national security. So in order to usher these things in, what, uh, what Whitney Webb says, they're going to create a national security breach. And that is going to usher in what she described as a driver's license for the Internet. In other words, when you get on the Internet, as if you don't already, I mean, if you really think about it, we'll talk about that in just a second. But when you go on the Internet, you are going to have to have a certain, you're going to have to have your ID, whatever is on your driver's license, you're going to have to sign up with if you go to Twitter, which is X, if you go to Facebook, if you go to uh, Instagram or YouTube or whatever it is, you are going to have to be verified by them, whoever they are, Right. Now, there is a presidential candidate out there that is all for this. You might remember Nikki Haley saying this. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's First of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, 
all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. That's right. And verified online. You, and and again, she's doing exactly what I've been talking about. She's selling this as a matter of national security. Oh, we've got to get this done. Or or are there going to be Russian bots and Chinese bots and yada, yada, yada? All for national security, right? No, no. It's about control. They want to, Nikki Haley is just part of the great cabal. Of the great, uh, 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 the great reset. That's it. How do you think that our government is going to use this information? Well, all you got to do is look at what Jack Smith did with everybody that liked Donald Trump's Twitter page, or everybody that shared a tweet from Donald Trump, or everybody that that. Oh my gosh, what happened? There was a search warrant. And the FBI and, and, and Christopher Wray and, and the intelligence community, they all signed off on it. So if you liked anything that Donald Trump tweeted out, then they investigated you or they now have the right to investigate you. Now, that to me is, is a complete violation of the Fourth Amendment, but it doesn't matter because it's for national security. National security reasons they're trying to do this. I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I really am. So there's another thing that happened here recently that goes right along with all of this. Barack Obama, Barack and Michelle Obama, after they left the White House, they signed this contract with Netflix and they were going to produce movies. Right. So their latest movie out there is called Leave the World Behind. I believe that's what it's called. Leave the World Behind. And what is it about? What is this movie about? Oh, Cyber attacks, cyber attacks that shut down everything. Elon Musk is even kind of upset about this because there was this one scene in it where all the cars get shut off. Hello. Hello. They're telling you what you're what they're going to do. They're telling you now they're portraying this as fiction, but they're telling you exactly what they plan on doing. And it's not it's not the Chinese government. This, it's it's them. They're the ones that are planning on doing this. So in, in this one particular scene, there's all of these white Teslas that all of a sudden just shut off. It was kind of amazing. Elon Musk got a little upset about that, but I digress. So they are telling you out loud what they're trying to do. And then the movie goes even further. There's a father and a daughter, African-American father and daughter talking in the movie. And one of the lines is, you know, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know what's going to happen in the future or what's going to happen. But I know one thing for certain. Do not trust white people. Oh, now you're starting to see. It's like it's like Tetris. You're seeing all the uh, pieces fitting together when you realize that what they ultimately want is some sort of a global government global government and everybody is going to be equal except for white people are going to be less equal than everybody else. This is the plans that they're going to have in order for for uh, 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 diversity, equity and inclusion to thrive. That's what's going to have to happen. Now, if you will notice, if you go and look at pictures of the World Economic Forum, that's a lot of white folks there. It really is. It looks like a white convention when these folks get together. But that doesn't matter because they're elite and they uh, their virtue signaling and <laughs> and their ideology really makes up for their uh, skin color. So we have got absolute 
total hell coming to us very, very soon. And it is not because of... uh, Does it make you think sometime that the people that they claim to be bad actors in the world really aren't the baddest of actors? I mean, they're bad actors. But don't you think sometimes that our own government might be the baddest actor of them all? I mean, when you look at how many different uh, uh, governments we've overthrown, I read some story that since its inception, the CIA has been involved in overthrowing some 80-something different uh, uh, governments around the globe. That's a lot of work for such a short period of time that they've even been around. But now they're going to try to do it here, and it's coming. It's absolutely coming because when you put all of these pieces together, you really start to see the very clear picture that they want to be in control and they want to be in control over you. What did Yuval Harari call you? Um, Unnecessary eaters? Yeah. They're telling us who they are. We need to believe them. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.